True that. You know where we are recording, right? Are we? I like the cold <clears> openings, <throat> man. The cold openings? Uh, cold openings. Cold policy. Hey, yo. I'm sitting over here taking pictures of my two favorite people, Steve Bills and K Chromosome of the Chrome Bills podcast. My dig in, in my the house. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud. Don't download on SoundCloud. We got oh citation. See? <laughs> a warning, a, a strongly worded warning. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it said it didn't it, well there it's funny cuz there was a spam message right before that one came in and this chick was like, "Actually, I wonder if these two are related." Go back and look in the message. Uh, okay. The the chick's like, "Haha, you play the greatest tracks. Have you ever looked into like monetizing? Like, here's what I use. It's obviously some scam bullshit." Okay. But if she realized that we were using good tracks, I wonder if she's the, she's the one that sold us out for a side of stank nuggets, if you will. <laughs> Yo, the funniest thing about it was that you know the episode names in the moment are like really creative in the moment in the moment. Right. And then a lot of times, even after that, like I'll always be like fat vampires in skinny jeans or something like that. I'll like it'll stick in my head. Right. When they wrote the episode that had been cited, which you can still find on iTunes, uh, Chromebills 35. And it was called like stank nuggets with the side of like bitter biscuits or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck was that about? Bitter Biscuits, actually, the uh, it's a duo in different styles that works at a diner. They just make shitty the, biscuits. Uh, my favorite episode name of all time is still uh, Greasing the Skids So It Slides Into the Cracks yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It's had, very ch- had, some, had some nachos over the weekend that were reminiscent of that episode. Oh. Tough times. Tough times on Sunday night. How how involved so long nachos? Night, long night. There's a lot happening. What what qualifies a nacho? All right. So there was all right. It was you know it was definitely tortilla chips. All right. But then there was two kinds of cheese. I don't remember exactly. I didn't make them. Shocking that I didn't cook. Right. Um. There was ground turkey that was seasoned with that taco sounds, spice. That sounds crazy. All right. So there was also already, green chilies. That already sounds. Cr- that sour sounds cream. Crazy. Yeah. It was a lot. And it became a lot. People just put things on chips and then call it nachos. Right. Right. I remember Steve ordering. We were down in New Orleans and one of his boys is vegan. And he ordered like they ordered like some kind of vegan nachos, which I mean, when you when you strip away the meat and the cheese element, it's like it was a chip with a tomato on it. It was a chip with a tomato on it. We had like a glorified Hooters too, and it was, it's called like uh, it was called like Swimmies. <laughs> it was called Skimpies, I think it was called. <laughs> and it was just chips with like yeah tomatoes, like some rotten tomatoes and like some like poorly chopped onions. I'm a nice guy, you know. Yeah. Just went like we'll take the nachos vegan, right? No cheese. Okay. No sour cream. Okay. So basically, no chips and veggies. No meat. It was like chips and just whatever vegetables they had loose in the back. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing. Like, so this was kind of like a sports bar. I, when people go, they're like, what kind of salads do you have? I'm like, right. do you know where you are? Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get some iceberg lettuce and like a pickle. Dog, I got, <laughs> no, this is no joke. I had a, I went out to lunch for my, my birthday was last week. Happy birthday to Steve. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you. So my coworkers, took, years my coworkers took me out to, uh, we have a, oh, <laughs> get off the soundboard. <laughs> 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 Shout out to my cat. Steve's cat. Stepped all over. <laughs> Steve's cat just did, he, that was like a scene out of True Detective, the action that he just put into that. He just jumped onto the soundboard. 
That was so a we strangely went out, placed. We, were, uh, <laughs> we went out for Thai food today. Okay. I I got this this nice fried fish. It was like tilapia with chilies and all this stuff. It was bang. I was like, this is awesome. Okay. Where'd I you go? To, uh, Thai farm. It's in the it's in the uh, ground floor of my building. Okay. And, uh, yeah, dude, I get down to like you know the last like quarter of the plate, cockroach. Oh Cook, God! Cooked cockroach. Oh, oh God! That's brutal, oh. dude. I was I just I just dropped I just dropped the fork like. How'd you handle that? He dropped the fork like Obama dropping the mic. I didn't, I didn't mic. even say anything. I just called a lady over because I know her. Like she's okay. She's a cool lady or whatever. I just yeah. like handed it to her and I was like, just pointed at oh. at it and I just put my head down. I was like. I, I, I don't even want to talk to don't you. Don't tell right me now. she charged you for it. She didn't charge me okay. for it. Okay. How'd you how you feeling? You look a little uh what's the what's that story where the guy changes into a cockroach overnight? Oh, uh Kafka, that's uh I was going to say Mephistopheles. Meta- no, metamorphosis, isn't it? Me- metamorphosis. Yeah, you you got Is that an antenna or your hair? I can't tell. It was a loose hair. <laughs> so, how you feeling? That's scary. I didn't feel good the rest of the I mean, it was... <laughs> yeah, there's no way you feel good after that. And what's that. even weirder than that is yesterday I was out in the field doing a site visit. Eating cockroaches. And um, I get back. Well, we went out to lunch. We, we were in the middle of doing site visits. All of a sudden, I feel something crawling on my neck, oh, dude. Oh, no. I fucking oh, grab no. the back of my tick? neck and tick. There's a tick crawling up the back of my neck. Ugh. So Did you all fry it day, up? All day yesterday, I'm like feeling bugs all over me. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And inside you. And now I had them inside me. <laughs> Monsters inside you. People I have respect for I have respect for nature. I yeah. think it's great what they do out respect there. Respect for nature. But I want to stay inside. Like I want a little territory. <laughs> I'm cool. Like I go outside during the summertime and I get eaten alive by mosquitoes. There's fucking ticks out there. If you sit down in the grass too long, you get ants and shit all over you. Right. Cool. Just w- give me my little. <laughs> I'll live in the bubble. It's, it's funny because we were talking outside. Yeah. Um, here at Cronville South. Yeah, and I was saying you're like you know summer's moving, but I was like you know I'm I'm kind of I'm glad, and we didn't really dive anymore. And I couldn't agree. We didn't dive more into my thought process on that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you, Chuck. When you and I talked on the phone the other day, you said it's 10 degrees warmer in New York than it is cooler. down here. Cooler. Oh, I'm sorry. Cooler. cooler. That made that makes a difference. That makes a huge difference. That makes the swing, dude. Summer in New York is awesome. It was like 80 degrees today. Oh my Comfortable God. temperature to walk around it and. In work clothes, right. you know, just hoofing it like twenty minutes to meetings, walking around tourists and being like, "Yep, no, I just got to get somewhere." Right, love it, love it. New York, best place to live in the world for eight months of the year, and then the absolute fucking worst for the <laughs> other four. Yeah, <laughs> the winter's that bad. Oh, it's terrible. Well, like I said, it's a walking culture. Like anyone that lives in New York or even works in New York and commutes into it, you're outside walking forty minutes a day minimum. Right, that's good though. It's awesome. Fuck yeah! How how where you yeah, on, we, on shoe inserts right now? <laughs> <Insoles. laughs> I've gone through like my Magellans have Magellans inside of them. Whoa! You do you dueling Magellans? Yeah, I have du- <laughs> dueling Magellans. Yo, actually, just uh, putting out a, a dueling banjos remake on different styles. <laughs> do you have so you wear dress shoes when you're walking? Yes. That's a tough. That's tough. That's tough. That's why he needs the insoles, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can get, I mean, you can definitely get the dress shoes that aren't flashing quite as much that, you know, they put like a, fuck, I have one pair that has, they legitimately have like air bubbles on the side. Yeah. It's like when Cole Haan merged with Nike. 
But that's and people walking get on it. Air. No one's gonna unless it's like some Wall Street snob douchebag. No one's gonna be like, "Oh man, nice shoes. What are you doing? Like walking across town?" You'd be like, "Yes, yes, I am actually." Right. Who wouldn't understand that? What are those? <laughs> I think clothes are perfunctory, if you will. You guys up on the what are those yet? No. Have you that? heard about this? Uh-uh. Do you know how these things get picked up on social media? It's a media? meme. Uh, yeah. Meme. This is like a meme. Yeah. And somebody did it to Michael Jordan the other day. Okay. <laughs> He's like doing a, he was like doing a speech at a school, and some fucking little kid was like, I have a question for you, Mr. Jordan. Okay. He's like, what are those? And like points at Michael Jordan's shoes. And Were the shit. kids just dying? And the kids all erupted in laughter, and yeah. you could tell that Mike was not feeling yeah. it. Like, yeah. The like, principal's gonna... like, you're all grounded. Yeah. Is Jordan always rocking like super fresh new kicks? I think it'd be funny as shit if he was in like some sock honeys. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. he's probably contractually obligated Crocs. to always wear. Some fucking. That'd be dope if he was wearing Crocs. It's going the opposite direction. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Where did that? Uh, where did that Mimi originate from? Mimi. I think it originates from a guy going up to a cop. Okay. A police officer and clowning his shoes, asking him what kind of shoes he's wearing. Wow, that's yeah. a, that's a t- that's br- an interesting target to choose to make the, fun of in these days and times. Wow. They can, yeah. Cop, fucking cops are out of control. I'm, I mean. I think you I was feel res- that way. It seems like every day they're just fucking beating the shit out of somebody or just killing them for no reason. All right, we're not going to get into this. Uh, I, I will say this. Okay. I don't think. Cole. Well, I don't think things are as different. I don't think they're that Cole different. Policy. I think there's so much more like uh, there's cameras and shit. Every, like everything everywhere is good. Like think about. I was listening to the day Ray Rice was like, "I went back in the NFL." It's like, look, dog. Even if you were like averaging four point five on some Adrian Peterson shit, it'd be tough with your situation. But you averaged three point one yard carries last couple. Of years. There is video of you knocking your wife out, yeah, showing no compassion, folding her arms up and dragging her out of elevator. Like, by the way, did you ever hear tough. the Gilbert Godfrey bit about that? No, and I swear, like the only person that could have pulled it off was him. I need to because it's that. just in his voice, and he's like, uh, he's like. <laughs> Are you sure he was really hitting her? <laughs> I think right. he was like, honey, it's our floor. Right. right. Well, so, but my point being like, which like if right I now. said that, it, if I tried to pull that joke in my voice here, you guys would be like, all right, next, like, keep it moving. For right. some reason for him, that's hilarious. I feel like with, uh, with, with the video like that, A, you see somebody do that, that's probably not the first time they've done it. He's not the first professional athlete or like public figure to like knock his wife out in public. Let's be honest. I don't think it happens like... Let's be. I don't think people are like smoke, doing it like they'll smoke a cigarette, but I'm sure it's happened before. But now this shit's getting caught on tape. Right. That's crazy. That's, I, used to, I used to think that people were exaggerating, like rappers would be exaggerating about the police like harassing them. And now I'm convinced that it was, it was that blatant for that long. Chuck, what do you feel about the police in New York? Sponsor um, of the show, actually. NYPD sponsor of the show. I feel like the neighborhoods that I uh, frequent, it's less of an issue. But the stories that you hear, I mean, there's a very liberal media up here as well, so they're going to cover it that way. I mean, but they just not, got rid of Stop and Frisk, right? They did, yeah. Newest member of different st- Stop and Frisk. <laughs> wow. Is that a duo or one dude? The style. I think it's one dude. Is different. It's Pee Wee Herman. Stop and Frisk. <laughs> Stop. Mm-hmm. 
All right. There's been a there's been an uptick in shootings apparently. After that, I don't know. I only read headlines, and when I do, I'm usually like more locked into something about a meme that's like, "What, what are those? What are those shoes?" Mimi, Mimi. Uh, uh, go ahead. No, you got no, it. No, no, no. Really? Because yeah, I was just about to play myself. I was gonna be like, "Where did that come from?" But you already told the story. I did. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys? Peep? <laughs> Excuse me. I, you gave me some rice and beans earlier. I want to go. Good. They're delicious. All right. I want to stay with the social media angle and right. be like. How hashtag social media. There's this <laughs> idea where now there's there's more like more coverage, so things that are really not important can be beaten to death. And in particular, like rap battles that have no actual, like back and forth lyrical assaults being thrown between rappers. They'll be like. Did you see what Drake did on stage last night? Listen to this joke he said, and then how he tweeted about it afterwards. It's it's pretty weak from both of them. I mean, at least Drake actually rhymed, but... I thought he killed it. I, he had one line where he's like, I see you having trouble going gold, turning into a bunch of so-and-sos that no one knows. I thought he got after him. Wow, is that I haven't even checked it. Is that that was the first one? That was the first. That was that was the first one. The second one, like I mean, it was definitely. I'll say this about Drake being involved in that. I feel like no, there there was never really a situation like this for like Eminem or for. I, I mean, Biggie and Pac definitely had it. Like this kind of somebody stepping to you brings out the best in the best MCs. I think. I and mean, I for was, M, I think the uh, it was was it Ray Benzino. Right. Yeah. Oh but I my mean, God. That was such a joke. Oh my God. But no, I mean, to, to your point, Chuck. I mean, I think that's that's an excellent like. That's true. Like Benzino was sort of his like, Browns to his Broncos or some stupid football analogy that I was gonna make. But I, my <laughs> point being, I thought Drake, he fucking bodied that dude. Even if the dude was good and had like a pretty solid response, he did like, not have a solid you'd response. You'd have a. <laughs> he didn't have a. Uh, Understandable response. He what had, was he doing? He had mumble mouth. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, listen, I'm gonna chew on these bricks and then I'm gonna go speak this verse. My girl's bugging out at your cats playing in the background. Did you see the cats? <laughs> She's like, yo, are you seeing that? You need to get back over here and operate the soundboard, man. Sleep, sleeping on the job. Are they having like a standoff? <laughs> They're actually fighting behind us. Why? Are they, right, so the whole fighting? the whole beef. I want to. I want to circle back. So the whole beef is based on. This is a total uh, fabricated. Uh, are we talking about too. the beef with the cats or the rappers? The I rappers. don't know why they generally beef over territory. You know. Okay. This now is, we're, we're talking we're about talking the rappers. Ra- rappers or cats. <laughs> <laughs> so the beef was about <laughs> ghostwriting or not ghostwriting. Right. And I just. I think I know the answer to this, but I just want to poll it. Would having a verse that someone else wrote and passing it off as your own is better or worse, more or less respectable than kicking a written rhyme and pretending it's a freestyle? Mm. Well, I thought the whole thing was he gave the guy credit on the on the credits. He's like, yeah, this dude did write this. Like, and it's not like I didn't say it in the rhyme, but like he had a writing credit. What you're asking? Which one's more? Deplorable, Chuck? Yes. Would you? I think it would be lying about it, you know? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. If you're okay. lying about and saying something is a freestyle when it's a written, right. it's more deplorable. Okay. Because you're being then, disin- disingenuous. Then spitting somebody else's rhyme and saying it's yours. That's pretty whack. Oh, and no, defending I thought, it. I thought defending he was it. Say- not, not doing like, like everyone knows Dre's 
not writing, you know, like his verse on the recipe when he's rhyming in a Kendrick Lamar cadence. <laughs> right. And it's like so blatant that Kendrick Lamar wrote it or like on Forgot About Dre. Y'all know me, still the same OG, but I've been low key. Like right. when it's everyone knows he didn't write it. I don't think anyone's holding it against Dre because he's like, no, nah, I didn't write it. But like you heard oh, it, if- you bumped it and I spit it. So there's like nothing wrong with that. So right. the question is. You're lying in both accounts. You have, oh, you have okay. two then situations it, where people are lying in both. In this hypothetical that I'm setting up, right? Which would then be at worse? least you wrote the. Then, then I then I take my answer back. At least you wrote the the verse that you kicked that you claim was a freestyle. Right. Oh, so the ultimate worst would be have someone ghostwrite a freestyle for you, and then you pass it off. <laughs> yes, and, that is correct. And you say it's a freestyle when and really you, it was a verse someone else wrote for you. And you mumble it in a in a fake Southern accent when you're from Philadelphia. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like when the Eminem, I mean Eminem was on Sway what like three weeks ago, and. I don't. Could th- be at the end, did they? Did, I didn't listen all the way through. Did, was he like, "Yo," and I just freestyled that he whole thing? He said it like he said it at least two times. He said that was a freestyle. Yeah, but it, and then my point was that I think that that word has been uh, like a little bit abused because he's like talking about. Uh, he's like, like in the verse, he's like back, like like back when I was freestyling over phone taps. And right. like those verses on phone tap, the phone tap instrumental that went viral are on the Slim Shady LP. Right. So the cl- he clearly wasn't like, yo, you know what? This verse is so hot. I'm going to put it on my album. Like he's in a freestyle battle against Juice kicking like uh, Slim Shady, brain dead like Jim Brady. Like the verses that are all over his records, which again, it's, if the New York is the most guilty of saying uh, like misusing or redefining the word freestyle compared to what I guess I think of it as, which would be coming off the top of your head. Ayo. Right. To freestyle or not to freestyle. But what if those were actual off the te- top of the head freestyles? Well, what was... Zero yeah. percent chance. <laughs> well, all right, so well the thing is th- that when I've actually ever heard clips of him coming off the top... Yeah. Specifically coming off the top... Right. Not even that nice. I oh, couldn't agree more. Well, I, I once saw him like dicking around battling uh, Sway, and Sway kind of served him. It was like four lines, but I was like, dude, like this dude barely put anything together, and Sway like had a little something for him. Interesting. I did, but <clears throat> all right. So that being the case, okay. Let's say, see, it's funny you say that, Chuck, because I'm just thinking, what was the the five? The, it was like the him, Royce, Joe Budden, Slaughterhouse. But what was the thing they put out earlier this year that was like all of them kicking a verse, and then Eminem went last. You're thinking of the Detroit versus I thought Joe, every, okay, right, Detroit right, versus right, everybody. Right now, I thought Eminem at that there was a certain there were certain points in that, particularly at the beginning when he was like talking about what he was drinking. That he, I thought he kind of did freestyle, and I was like, yo, that was kind of sick. And then you could tell he went into a prepared verse. Right. So if you have a prepared, what if you Frankenstein that shit? You have a prepared verse that like you appendage with freestyles here and there. How do you feel about that, Chuck? I mean, that puts it in the... I've overanalyzed the song D&D All-Stars like more than anyone should have Whoa. for whatever reason. And like in the KRS-One verse, the, the second line, he goes... Uh, yeah, put me on time, off no, the he top goes, of the head, Ron. Well, the yeah, second Fat line, Joe, though, you he, got goes, a uh, float. he goes, uh, imagine how fresh I am now made these lyrics up a year ago. Right. Right, and like he's clearly kicking a written, and then the written verse ends, yeah. and he's still in the groove, and then he goes... And he actually, you can, I, I in my head as an MC, like, I think I can pinpoint 
where it starts. And ironically, the second line of him freestyling, he talks about freestyling. Because, right. yeah, he goes, yes, Premier Rip, the track one time. Yeah. KRS-One without the top of the head. Rubs. So that one's kind of like a hybrid. Interesting. He does some Pharaoh shit, too. He's like... Bit it, bit it, bit it, I reside. Like the what's the line? My radar is going bit it, bit it, bit it, I reside. Anytime someone like pulls off a sound effect on beat, that's one of the illest fucking lines. Oh. And it reminds me of like Pharaoh on uh, Bring It On. Yeah. Like pottery. Like just, you know, instead of like trying to say the illest, you like you say it in such an ill way. I don't know. I get, I get going off on that and that look over and your cat's licking its butthole. <laughs> what a simple life. So it goes. <laughs> So good. If you could do it, would you do it? Lick my own butt. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, no. Absolutely That's not. The episode title should just be, if you could do it, would you do it? After a night I had with the nachos, <laughs> there's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> you, if you did, when you finished, would you go? <laughs> hashtag, I knocked that out. Wow. Chuck, would you do hashtag it? Hashtag social media. Would you suck your own dick <laughs> if you wrote, could do no, it? He wrote. <laughs> no. All right, we're getting off track. How do you know I can't? Wait, Just kidding. Um, That's why I didn't but think what, my back went out. But how right. come the... Um, <laughs> right. All right, how do you so think I I'm lost gonna, my vertebrae? <laughs> I'm going to keep us on track real quick. So right. Meek Mill, Drake thing, which I'm not interested in at all, has totally taken away from, from the, Bronson getting From the sun. attention from the Bra- the Bronson ghost uh, beef, which ghost came hard. Whoa. Hey, yo. With the video that was released, if you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube, I'm sure. But I haven't heard anything since, which I think is crazy... That he wouldn't come at him on record. I gave you a grace period. I mean, they did a song together. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of it. That, to me, would make it even more likely that he'd actually put a record out. Maybe he's like, yo, that, shit, that, that shit's beneath me. Maybe he feels that way. He might. I actually thought, so I guess we haven't talked about this. We've talked podcast. over text and email. <laughs> all right, so. Let's all get our, let's all, you know, get my our, whole release problem, our opinions. My, my problem with uh, the way Action Bronson handled it was, I think he, he was nervous, but I think he said something that he honestly felt in an environment in which he probably sh- regrets saying it or shouldn't have said it. Right. But I think he did feel that way. My problem was him being like, you know what, like I shouldn't have said it. I was like, dude, like if you feel that way, don't back off of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought, that, you know, he was like, you know, I still have respect for him. Like he's definitely like my biggest influence. But I thought I was like, yo, like, but I do feel like that. So let's make records. Right. Yo, I you mean, know? in a, in a year, like, you want to watch this dude sleepwalk through the bad, bad, not good album, and then still defend that he's as nice as he was on totally on the purple tape. I mean, obviously the guy's a fucking legend, and that's where I feel like, like Cole said, I think Action was probably a little nervous in the moment. But even like Max Kellerman, who was do on the Sports Nation shit, was kind of like, "Whoa, was that a shot fired?" He could have walked that thing back. Like I feel yeah. like he could have walked it back, and it wouldn't have been as big a deal. And he was just like, "Nah," but I'm saying, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. The last two shows I've been to were Bronson and Ghostface. Okay, those are the last two shows I went, and I went and saw. I thought they were both hype as fuck. Okay, I thought they. I, I like them both. Yeah. That being said. As as a Ghostface fan, mm-hmm. I'm not going to disagree that He's Ghost not is not spitting like he used to. Okay. You know? Like, those 12 Reasons to Die albums are bore fest. The Bad, Bad, Not Good was a bore fest. The okay. Wizard of Poetry, I thought, was pretty I think terrible. The, yeah. 36 Seasons actually had some pretty cool The 36 Seasons had some... Ba- but, so but, they'll show but, you the flash. Yeah, but you can... St- 
you could just be like, I, I, yeah, I'm sorry, you know? I, yeah. I'm sorry, but I still don't think you're rhyming like that. Prove me wrong. Right. Well, that's my whole shit with it is, you know, the whole Meek Mill Drake thing, people are like, it's orchestrated. Maybe, maybe not. Right. The Action Bronson Ghostface thing, like, I could see that organically happening and working out for both of them. Because here, well, here's the other ill thing, and that maybe this is what Ghost is ultimately doing. At some point, Action Bronson, he has to put another record out, and he's got to talk about this. But what's he going to say? Right. Like, I, I already apologized. Like, I want to put it behind me. He, he's probably banking that half, that the majority of his fans aren't Ghostface fans. And he might be right. Okay. Because we're coming from our perspective where we are both. kind of both, right? We're but I bet there's I bet there's a lot of kids out there who don't give a shit about Ghostface. Okay. They just like Bronson. You and know what he says? Y'all must be kidding me. I'm, I'm saying, though. <laughs> yeah. And here's my, here, here's my main, my main thing and the, the point I keep telling people. If you're Action Bronson, your whole career people have been telling you right. you sound like Ghostface. And you know it. How are you not prepared for when Ghostface disses you? How do you not have a verse well, in the, the chamber for that? But here's the thing. It's like, okay. Now, I, I or see where you're Or getting, a canned response in the interview. Or, or a canned response in a fucking interview. I like, know, but well, he, bad business. He, he was not thinking. He, this is where he fucked up by letting that out of the bag. Like, there's, he did not, it's not like he was, he might have been prepared to be attacked, but he went on the offensive first, essentially, and he wasn't prepared for that. I, the, the thing about it to me, too, is he's never backed away from that. He's never been anything but complimentary to him and to Raekwon. They've done a song together. Like, they're on a, at least one that I know of. Yeah, but who knows how those, that shit works these days. I mean, it was, def, it was one of those things where I think it was on a Ghostface album, and I, and I think he, he signed off on it. Okay. So it's a kind of shit. I'm like, I feel like that had already been addressed. Now it's just at another level where he's just straight up dissing somebody. Um, I don't know. I don't think you can come back. And I don't think Bronson could just come out now and just diss him because everybody will be like, well, you already fucking apologized. I don't even think what he said was a diss. I think the way it came out and the environment that it came out was a diss. Like I, th- I, th- I think he was saying, he was like, yo, like, this dude isn't making records the way I'm making records, and he should feel that way. Right. But he did, like, the way that he said it, it was like, and he's like, he's kind of falling off. He should diss him in a freestyle that was really written. Right. That was really written by <laughs> Ghostface. <laughs> that would be meta. Uh, listeners, please give us your take on the SoundCloud page, which you can no longer download because we're actually recording this episode at gunpoint. The DEA somehow got involved in us with the copyright infringement. So, sorry, fellas. We'll get you some now, this was a Chrome Bills after dark. Like, it's, we started late. It's already, like, 1130 <laughs> at night. Um, Steve, was there, was this the quick setup? Uh, why we're not playing music in the background? Or was that reaction to the cold open? The, the pending lawsuits? Oh, wow. No, I, the, the completely unrelated. It has to do with my laziness and not, I don't know. Your laziness, but... But I got. will say this. The reason that we started a little bit late, we bought, everybody here has got a show coming up. Chuck's got a show on Friday. Steve's going up there. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah. And then Steve going, and I are going to be going playing down. with Sage Francis, August 29th at U Street Music Hall. Tickets are going fast. They literally are. So, so get them. Chuck, where's, where's your show at? I mean, it will have already happened by the time this posts, but it's at the oh, uh, shit. left field on Ludlow. Uh, which is on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, Ludlow and Delancey Street. The name of the bar is Left Field, but yeah, it's on Lef- Ludlow? It's okay. actually called Left Field on Ludlow. Oh, okay, that's good. Those, they were thinking. They were thinking, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, should be. I'm excited. I'll, I'll report back on the next episode, and uh, maybe maybe even have some audio or video or some shit like that. That'd be dope. So you guys are rocking for 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah, going Damn. in. Dude. All any original material? I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. Are you you have new freestyle? You, are lyrics. you have new verses to to uh, drop on us or what? Um. Yeah. I, it's this. I would. I would break the set into three categories. Okay. Uh, and they're probably equally distributed. Uh, there's a couple joints that are like pretty much just straight up covers of old songs that I did for the old Head Resonator songs. Okay. Like beat wise as well. Then there's there's some where I took like maybe random verses that never ended up on anything and sort of tied them together with new choruses. Okay. And then the third category is just all new, like 2013, 14, 15 writings that were never released on anything that we worked out the music together. Dope. It's dope shit. That's going to be fun, dude. Yeah. And you got Um, what? You have a guitarist, drummer. Yeah. Guitarist, drummer, key. Well, the dude that plays the one guy, one guy, so the drummer's just drumming. I'm just rapping. And the other dude does pretty much everything else. So he, he plays like bass lines on the keyboard and then loops them and then okay. plays guitar over it. And then sometimes gets into looping the guitars too. So wow. it gets, that's it's, sick. It's how pretty much, layered. How, how much practicing have you been doing? Uh, it's been like every week for the last probably six weeks. Damn. All for right. Three, for three hours. All right. It's dope. Yeah. Like we, we went in Tuesday and like we got there, it was seven to 10. We got in at seven and just like, ran the set like we were doing it and then at 7:45, i was like all right guys i'm spent like what do you want to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like hang out yeah i if can't you did, i, can't I mean do if you it. ran yeah. through it and it was it was flawless i actually put shit. like everything into it. it was like sitting there sweating and all that shit i'm like i we have two more hours left but let's just kind of yeah. let's walk through bring, it slowly are you gonna bring an extra shirt to wear after your set on friday I, you know i probably should yeah. i should two learn shirts. from the dundada oh man how Yo, many shirts are you bringing to you? Bring a, you know how people have a go bag for yeah. travel? I have a go bag for sweat clothes. How many shirts do you <laughs> plan on bringing to? Uh, At least three. Really? Yeah. That's a how many sh- times have you rocked show. a show shirtless? The lights are bright. How uh, many times have you done a shirtless uh, show? Less than zero. Oh, man. Maybe, I, you know what? I might have practiced shirtless. Like, I'll practice at home. Leo, let, let's put it with j- headphones. Let's shave <laughs> no in a jer- let's shave in a jersey number on onto your chest or back. <laughs> Yo, speaking of which, I don't think yeah. Steve was on that email that Ron sent, friend of the show, Ron, that was showing these guys that got uh, minor league baseball tickets. Oh yeah, for having their back shaved at the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> I mean in front of two thousand people. Right. What's waxed. worse though, waxed, having actually. to wax them? Yeah. Yeah. How? What's What's worse, getting that done or watching it be done? I, I mean, that's disgusting. I definitely got it done, and it done. I would have wanted Definitely to getting it done. Okay. Oof. I wouldn't think that'd be a good environment. Like, hey, it's 98 degrees with 200% humidity. Do you want to get your back waxed now? Oh, You're guaranteed get, right, to if get you were, If you were watching someone get their back waxed. Eating a hot dog, oh. that'd be would, tough. Would it be weirder <laughs> for it to be a stranger or weirder for it to be a friend? Wow. Great that's question. Great, that's a good question. Definitely friend, because you're going to have to see him again. Stranger, that's a one-and-done experience. Friend, every time you look that motherfucker in the eye, you just can't hear it, and see back hair pulled off of him. Oh. On that note, um, I got to go. 
We're gonna we're gonna strip your cats. All right, so we. Can I think one of the cats shit on on the floor in the laundry room, so I need to go fix that. Is it that dude? He's tired. He looks like he's taking a post poop <laughs> nap. Nice. And Steve, while you're doing post production on this, um, met this cat meticulous that's out of Brooklyn, and I sent Steve a track that he had done with YU. Quite nice. Um, he actually uh, gonna try and get him on a future episode in the next couple months. But in the meantime, check out this meticulous featuring YU. It's on the album. I believe it's called Discipline. Dope. Absolutely. Thanks, Quinn Billionaires. Please spread the word. Subscribe. Share with your friends and enemies. And donate. Chromebills at gmail.com. Through Don't PayPal. hate. Donate. We're getting sued. You get tired of hearing like we all talking about the end result. How much money in the bank and all that. But I'm not feeling the same feel like you know what I'm saying the music is supposed to make connection with how you feel you know what I'm saying yeah that's how I forgot it you know You want the power, get the bread, never share celeb status, get head on the red, big booty broads in your bed, that's what you want, right? That'll be the highlight of your life, typical, that's the shit I don't like, I hold the mic for reasons, speaking for the ones without a tongue, introverted, so assertive was the way when I was young, but now I'm blowing them out, so no one a doubt, I just get it in, then put it out, niggas are quicker to doubt, but how I'm slicking they putting they foot in their mouth, talking about more than you doing, who in the hell got time to hear the tale, I'm trying to be doing well too, rhyming Self-analyzing, so for real, dude, you could just chill My focus ain't to outskill you Tough times make you say fuck trying That shit is mine The trophy quote me, my name sign Aim high, but I still did it though Yup, and it was difficult But I'm equipped to grow Not dipping though in just the different shows A leader never ceases That's cause he's got reasons to do this Until the day he deceases Crowd lanes, let me do my thing. Come on, let's get it, y'all. Many of them hop up on this mind.